I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Lauren Nitschke, who, with her husband, Gary, runs a grass-fed, grass-finished cattle ranch in southern Oklahoma. Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks Thanks for for having me. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me a bit about what it's like to be a rancher and what kinds of things you actually do at work? Sure. Um, ranching is it's a way of life that keeps you outdoors, surrounded by nature and wildlife. Um, it can be very invigorating if you love those things. If you don't love those things, it's not going to be much fun. But there are so many ways to be a rancher. Uh, we raise only cattle. Other, other ranchers raise different species also. But we do this in a more unique way than probably the majority of cattle ranchers in America do. We raise all of our animals on only grass and forage, which means other species of plant life other than just classification of grasses. So we might plant varieties of legumes, think like peas, brassicas, which are turnips, long radishes, and other non-grass species that cattle like to eat and need nutrients from. So many of the plants in our pastures also help improve the soil. Day-to-day work can include Everything from moving cattle from one area of a pasture to another, putting up fences, fixing fences, sowing seed into the ground with a tractor, uh, sorting and working cattle so that they get vaccinated and weaned from their mamas at the right time, checking on the mamas frequently at birthing time, which is what's going on right now at the ranch, fixing equipment, uh, putting out bales of hay when forage is not readily available, like in the wintertime. There's also a lot of paperwork You have to do pasture and forage planning, keep really good records. We have to pay our bills and then develop the market for our cattle when it's time to sell them. Mm. So how long have you been a rancher? When did you first know you wanted to be one? (laughs) That's a complicated question. Uh, My husband Gary and I took over management of his family ranch after his dad passed away about 18 years ago. And it took us a couple of years to figure out that we really wanted to be closely involved in how the land was used and what that would look like. We decided we didn't want to just lease it to another rancher to run cattle on because we learned that we could actually improve the soil if we managed the land in a more unconventional way. So that got us both really excited. And that's what really led to my decision, my decision to get involved in ranching. Hmm. So did you consider other jobs or careers before this one? And can, well, you talked about this specific part previously, but can you tell us a bit a bit more about the path you took to become a rancher? Sure. Um, yes, I definitely did consider other careers. Gary and I both have a degree in environmental design and worked in architectural offices after college and have been involved in design and construction for many years. Ranching was never even on my radar growing up in a big city because I became, but I became interested in it along the way as we visited his family's ranch over the years with our kids. Hmm. I was so fortunate as a young girl to learn about organic vegetable gardening from my grandmothers. So I knew how delicious homegrown veggies are, but my father-in-law's cattle were the first encounter I ever had with beef that wasn't bought from a grocery store. And wow, was it good. Then I learned how organically raised food, both plants and meat animals can be so much healthier healthier for us and began to change the way our family ate. So I planted a vegetable garden in our backyard and later started researching all the health benefits of completely grass-fed, grass-finished beef and pastured chicken and pork. 
It really surprised me how much difference raising cattle on all grass, no grain diet makes in so many health aspects of the beef we eat. Did you know that almost all grocery store beef comes from cattle that are raised on grass in pastures for just a short time? And then they're trucked out to gigantic feedlots where they seldom, if ever, get any grass. Only a diet of like corn, soybeans, and other things fed to them in these huge troughs. Yeah. And that changes the composition of the meat. I knew I didn't want that for my family. So we made the decision to raise our cattle only on pasture forages their entire lives. Hmm. So what do you like most and least about ranching? Well, I love being out in the country surrounded by wildlife and big healthy cattle, trees and grass, big sky. I love knowing that we're raising really delicious, nutrient dense meat for ourselves and lots of other families and kids like you. I guess what I like least is that we constantly have to deal with the elements and keep our cattle safe and healthy even when it's blazing hot in the summer or freezing cold in the winter when it's pouring down rain for days or weeks, or when we haven't had rain for months and months. And biting gnats are no fun either. Mm. So what level of education do you have? Was that required for your job? I have a bachelor's degree in a completely different field of study, but I don't think you have to have a degree to be a rancher. Although there are degrees in farming and ranching at many colleges. You can go all the way to a, a PhD in ranching and different aspects of ranching. But either way, you do have to be a lifelong learner and keep yourself informed on how to continuously improve your ranching methods and to be profitable. Hmm. So how much money would something, someone starting out as a rancher expect to make? Whew, starting out, not much. There are a lot of initial costs involved in, such as buying or leasing land, buying your cattle, fencing and equipment. Unless you inherit all or some of that or go into partnership with an established rancher, you have to borrow money to get started. Many aspiring ranchers that I know about start out working as hired hands for a ranch and then save over time to buy or lease their own place. Hmm. So what's the long-term income potential? You know, Kyle, that really depends on how efficient your operation is and what markets you choose to sell into. So it's kind of obvious, but the fewer the inputs you have to buy, like fertilizers, seeds, veterinary medicines, uh, and the less equipment you have to buy and maintain, the more money you get to keep. If you decide to ranch more traditionally and sell your calves into the commercial market, those that go to the feedlot, the price you get is subject to a lot of change because those cattle are bought by big, big companies and they have a lot of um, influence over the way that the, the prices you get for the cattle. If you have a contractual arrangement with a specialty buyer, you can potentially get more for your cattle. If you sell directly to consumers, you can set your own price as long as you have customers who will pay it. So we do a mix of the latter two, the specialty buyer and selling direct to consumers. I'm sure some ranchers make in six figures, but I think that's probably the exception. It's really a lifestyle you have to love to stay with. Mm. So how much free time do you have? Like, do you work 40 hours per week, more or less? You know, there's really no traditional work week whatsoever with ranching. But you can certainly find pockets of free time to do other things if you manage your time well. I mean, just like with anything else. Mm. So what advice do you have for young people considering getting into farming or ranching? 
You know, I think my best advice would be to study regenerative agriculture, which is farming and ranching in a way that builds more health and captures more carbon into the soil. Some people would say sequesters carbon into the soil. See, soil should absolutely be brimming with life. It should have earthworms, bacteria, fungi, protozoa, insects, both large and small, all throughout it. So learning to graze your animals in a way that promotes plant growth and sequesters carbon into the soil will require fewer fertilizers, less equipment, fewer vet bills, and can grow much healthier meat for us to eat. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Oh, um, good question. You know, I wish I'd started vegetable garden, gardening earlier in my life because uh, I love to eat fresh veggies. But growing up in a big city like Dallas, I really didn't have the opportunity to be around farming and ranching. So I followed in my, fod's, my dad's footsteps and went to architecture school where I learned how to design with a, potential's building, with a potential building's site, not against it. Even though I studied the built environment in school, the same principle is what really works in ranching with the natural environment. We do our best to work with the land, not against it. I'm on the, <clears throat> I'm on the path I think I was meant to be, even though it was a pretty surprising turn of events that got me here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? Oh, great question. I think when you make the decision to do something that involves something you really love and then use that to serve others, literally in my case, you'll build a really happy and contented life. If you do something you don't love, you're going to fight it your whole life. So find something that really makes you happy, uh, something that you love to be around and study that and learn how to do that. Awesome. Thanks, Lauren. Time for the joke of the day. Where do cows go on December 31st? December 31st. Mm, I don't know. Where do they go? A Moo Year's Eve party. (laughs) That's pretty clever. (laughs) Thanks, Kyle. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.